Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steelers Stat Geek Q&A. This time with uh, behind the steel curtain deputy editor Dave Schofield and his big brother Rich. Rich. How you doing after one show? Oh, hanging in there good. Just don't keep me out too late tonight. Got to work tomorrow. <laughs> by gotcha. work, I mean come back and sit in the same seat. Sit, sit in the same seat. And do yeah. work, but instead of a podcast. So. Yeah, I, I got you. Um, I, I got to give a shout out, and I, I hope you don't get mad because she's like, oh, man. She's like, you got to give me a shout out on the show, but I just hope Rich doesn't get, get jealous. Um, the shout out is from our sister. Or not from, or shout is to our sister, the sister that is in between us in age group. Um, so your younger sister, both both our sisters are my older sister. Um, but I got something from her in the mail for my recent birthday that I had um, a week before the draft that I I, I had to give her credit for. For those of you that don't know, she she's an antiquer. She buys old she buys old stuff. And she might have bought this three years ago and finally got around to giving it to me. She actually had an autographed picture of John Banaszek for me for my birthday that she forgot to give me for like four years because she had because that's just how it's how she is. But um, this is what she got me this time. If you could if you could see it, this is a hand drawn sketch of Ben Roethlisberger from his rookie year in two thousand four. Um, it's even it's it's numbered. It's number six hundred two out of a thousand. So uh, that she got at an estate at an estate sale. So uh, 
I thought that was pretty nifty, but I, I hope she listens and catches this shout out because now she's going to get some crap from her older brother. <laughs> she said, "Oh, maybe you shouldn't because Rich." I got a card. She's like, she's like, "Rich got a card." I don't even know if I put anything in the card. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay. and then she's been, and then apparently she's sitting on a gold mine. Of mushrooms <laughs> on her property, <laughs> and I can't get her to say. Wait a second. The, gotta gotta clarify that they're the right kind of mushroom. Oh yeah, no, that's too much. Not that much of a gold mine, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, it's funny because I told her I said, uh, "How much did you get?" She's like, "Oh, about a gallon and a half Ziploc bag." For us, like, well, up here, folks are selling those same things for like a hundred bucks for a gallon bag. Wow. I was like, um, but I don't, you know, I don't want to chit to sell them. Yeah, you know, I want to eat them, but no, nope. I, I don't even get mushrooms. I, I can't even get I can't even get fungus for my sister for my birthday, <laughs> and she's sending you, you know, Ben Roethlisberger sketches and whatever. Well, so, hey, all, all shout out to you, sis. Hey, you know what? You you got a Yeti microphone for your birthday for me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I okay. did the right thing. That's all right. That's how we are sometimes. Like, uh, I don't know if I've... Have, I, I remember the last birthday card I gave you because... I, I, because you, you, know nobody gets, you know why but, nobody gets me anything? Because I don't send them anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You know? <laughs> That, that's nice. And and you know what? What's really good? Well, no, see, that's tough because see, see, you don't have to feel like you have to do anything for me for my birthday because your birthday's, you know, just under two weeks ahead of mine. So then, right. then you just kind of see how it goes. But for, I didn't even say that, that your microphone was for your birthday. I said, it's for helping out with all the podcasts. So anywho, um, but that, that was interesting to, to, for that. Um, I wanted to have that in my background when I was over in the other room and had my setup. I, 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 it didn't fit on my shelf because it was so large, but, um, it's a pretty interesting sketch. So yeah, thanks sis. Um, and now that we're four minutes into the show, we can move, we can move on. <laughs> now, on to the show. <laughs> now at some point we were going to have to do a non-football related thing, but let's get to this topic first. Okay. Okay, because we promised we would for the, anyone who was watching the um, the 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 draft shows, I actually mentioned something that I was going to do in the draft show. So so we might have to get back to that. St the Steelers picked up ten undrafted free agents immediately following the draft. They do it every year. Kevin Colbert said they might not have as many as as past years. Usually it's around fourteen or fifteen or so. They signed a lot of XFL guys. I think the reason that they did that might even be kind of smart, which I kind of alluded to with stuff with the current um, global pandemic going on. It's really hard to get these rookies. I mean, normally a rookie, they get drafted. They're like, get on the phone. We got some stuff. They're on a flight the next day to Pittsburgh, tore everything. Yeah. That's not going on this time. No. You know, they're not going to get nearly as acclimated as they, as they have in years past. So honestly, not having a first round draft pick, there might be teams that are struggling to get them up to speed in time um, for the season, assuming that everything uh, progresses in a good manner, that we can have the season on time and everything like that. We're not going to get into that debate right now. So, but we do know that for the time being, things are off. The rookie mini camps, 
OTAs, things like that. A lot of this being done virtually. So these players are going to be doing a lot of learning, but not much on the field activities. So the the Steelers going with less undrafted free agents and maybe, you know, and more XFL guys, guys that have more experience might not have, this might not have been the bad year to do that, but they did sign 10. They signed 10 and, and the question always is, you know, most of the time you're like, in, in the words of Lance Williams, it's a dash guy. It's a guy that's just filling in. But you know what? The Steelers have those dash guys, and those dash guys make the team sometimes, and sometimes even become starters. Ramon Foster was a dash guy. Mike Hilton was a dash guy. James Harrison wasn't even the Steelers dash guy. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you get these players, so you don't want to just completely dismiss it. But at the same time, there's at least one player on here that people were actually surprised he didn't get drafted and the Steelers got him. So that's the kind of players that you want to be looking for. So if you look at these 10 players, we're going to do one that's a category to himself. That's like the, not even like I, I had three in, in building order of who I think had the best chance to make the roster. Here's my honorable mention because it's an all or nothing. And that's only because based on his position and that is the Steelers brought in another punter. They brought in another punter. You know, they have two long snappers. They have two punters. Only one place kicker this year. Boz had a great year. No reason to, to hold the competition and have a roster spot there. But I do like that they have another punter. His name is specifically Cordless Waitman. He is from South Alabama and Mississippi State. I don't even know. I think I might have even heard he didn't even punt last year in college. That these were numbers from, these were from a couple years ago. So he's got a chance. He's got a chance if he comes out and booms, but he's also got a chance to not even make it to camp because if there's, if there's a free agent punter out there, I know that Colquitt got cut. Yeah, um, saw that today. And with his, and, and with his dad, almost, I didn't say the first name cause I was afraid I'd mess up and say his dad's name because of, because of his father playing for the Steelers back in the day, who's to say that there couldn't be a reunion there of the family, but I'm just not going to say there. Okay. If, if they're going to get, West says they need to go get Dustin Dustin Colquitt. So there were some positions that were interesting. There's another defensive lineman that the Steelers picked up that could be interesting. Um, if I can remember the out of Kentucky that could have just as easily been drafted in that seventh round spot as what uh, Carlos Davis was. He's another honorable mention. Do you have anything you want to say? Or do you want me to just run down my list and you comment? Run, on it? Go ahead and run your list. Okay. I have the the Steelers of their ten of their ten picks. They had one one specialist, seven defenders, and two offensive guys. They brought in a second fullback from Auburn. Um, yeah, there's two more two more practice squad squad positions. Maybe the Steelers want to keep another fullback since they didn't have any last year when Knicks went down. That would be really his only route to anything. But the other offensive guy was an offensive lineman from Tulane. His name is Christian Montanon. Well, I messed it up. Montano, I'm pretty sure. He is a center slash guard projected. He even played some tackle because they bumped him from center to tackle. He is out of Tulane. But a little bit more interesting than that, he's out of Tulane as a graduate student. He had already graduated from Brown and went as a as a as a graduate student to Tulane to transfer there. So like he already graduated from an Ivy League school. 
Yeah. So that's pretty interesting right there. But he's out of Tulane, 6'4", 300 pounds. He is a center slash guard. Don't know he's if he's just, a guy to make the roster, but he is someone who would be specific to look at to see if he could stick to the practice squad. You just like those smart Ivy League guys because they're geeks like you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, hey, much, hey, 6'4", 300 pounds. That was almost my size, you know. And, and I understood because I was contacted by a, a number of Ivy League schools about playing football because – it's really tough to get guys that big that have the GPA and SAT scores to get into an Ivy League school. The problem with I, why I didn't go to an Ivy League school to do that is because they don't offer full athletic scholarships, or at least they didn't back when I was there, yeah. um, because of it being Ivy League. So that was just way up there. So that was my number three. Number two I have is John Houston, the inside linebacker out of USC. He's got a chance just as much because of his position that he plays. Yep. 6'3", 220. If he comes out and really shows something, he could be the fifth inside linebacker or he could replace Robert Spillane. I still don't know that the Steelers are done with inside linebacker. I could see them bringing in somebody else between now and August. And I'm still not ruling out Mark Barron coming back for a much cheaper contract. Yep. That is a position that could be dra- that could be looked at that way. So he was my number two. Number one, and I think everyone knows this one, because before the draft, he was projected as a seventh-round pick, and then he wasn't drafted, um, is the cornerback for Miami, Trey John Bandy, if I say that right. Don't know if I did or not. What's interesting about him, he's 5'9", 186 pounds. He's He's thought of as more of a nickel corner. He's only a junior. He came out early and did not get drafted. But, and he was, he was like for CBS sports, he was their number 257th rated player. So they had him being one of the top two players not taken in the draft because there was 255 selections. Mm -hmm. Now there was other players that weren't drafted um, and players that were lower than that that were drafted. I think that's interesting because the Steelers generally keep 10 defensive backs and pretty much the top five corners, I think are locked in. The only question is, are the Steelers going to keep six corners and four safeties like last year, or is it going to be five and five? If he plays well enough, he could give them a reason to go six and four. So, or he could be that guy that's on the practice squad, or he could be that guy that was picked up, didn't do much, and doesn't even make it past a preseason game or two because they bring in somebody else. But honestly, for me, if it goes to making the 53-man roster, I think he, mainly because he, you know, a lot of people thought he would be drafted, has, has the best possibility. And there's one other reason. One other reason. I want to read this. This was from his draft profile on the draftnetwork.com, which is where I did a lot of my stuff for my mock draft Mondays. Here was the summary on him. And just think of this and see if it reminds you of anybody. Trey John Bandy projects as a potential nickel or sub package defender at the pro level. Bandy has appealing aggression to play and his compact frame has given him, has given him some potent hits but a lack of length and extension at the catch point tempers his ceiling in man coverage and will prevent from frequenting on the boundary. Instead, he's best 
charged with shallow zones and using his short area COD to match routes in the slot. Plus, he brings some effective charges as a blitzer off the edge. What oh, I'm does sorry, that remind you just, of? Can we just replace that name and write Mike Hilton in there? Exactly. His, his draft profile for that, which this one was written at the very end of March, that draft that draft profile just sounds exactly like Mike Hilton, another undrafted player like Mike Hilton. So we know Mike Hilton is coming in on his restricted free agent tender. Um, as far as I know, he's not signing with other teams and the Steelers have to make a decision. But that's what that sounds like. That's what that sounds like. Because then another thing that makes him intriguing is if he's also there for the slot, you, if he's good enough to stick around and be the slot – you could see what some people think could be the answer of Cam Sutton playing as much, if not more, at safety right. than at corner, especially in sub packages. Very possible. So, because he's better, he's better deep than any other safety that the Steelers have. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I don't know. Um, yeah, Wes says sounds like Hilton. So hey, I, I hey, thought that uh, was interesting. I wanted to address something popped up a little earlier in there. Okay. Um, uh, thanks, Mean Joe was asking. He he said, you know, in the first show we covered our thoughts on Claypool. Wanted to know if we give our thoughts on Hightower. Or, you know, on, on Hightower. Is, is or the, Highsmith. Or, yeah, Hightower. Yeah, we all call him Hightower. I, I, I <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, on Highsmith. That's next week. So yeah, stay next tuned. Week. Yeah, we'll, 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 we've got time. I'm excited, I'm excited <laughs> to talk about him, but yes. not tonight. And not and tonight. yeah, and we'll I don't want to say anything on the air. I'm I'm thinking about some stuff with him and something else. Um, believe it or not, in our in our contest, and I forgot to say this in the last show, I need to reach out to the five people who 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 picked Chase Claypool as the Steelers' first draft pick in our contest. I've got to reach out to them and say, here's the deal. This is what's going on. If you're one of those people, it's on my to-do list. And But unfortunately, my to-do list is not getting to done. Um, but believe it or not, there was one person that picked Highsmith for the Steelers' second pick. Only person who had that name on the whole, on the whole contest. And it was one of our writers. It was Shannon White. Mm-hmm picked Highsmith. Then he, he liked him going to the Steelers. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So... Um, do we make you tell the story <laughs> that we mentioned before? Uh, we were going to, when we were going to have downtime on the, on, on Thursday show, my job was to engage the live chat. That was my job. The problem was when I was lagging five seconds behind everyone, I couldn't even talk. So I couldn't ask questions on there and it didn't matter. Lance was doing enough talking for everybody. So sorry. Gotta love yes, you, he was. <laughs> so, as but as, we didn't get to pause somewhere. Lance was jumping in. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's because he wasn't lagging. So we didn't have to worry about that. So kudos to Lance finally getting Lance used to be known for his bad internet connection, but he he's on it now. 
we were going to engage the live chat um, with some various things, with various Steeler things, and some various and some other non-Steeler things. We were going to do some trivia. We were going to do. We were going to have the guys on the panel, the guys on the show. The first one I was going to say is, "What was your first Steeler game you attended live?" Everyone's going to have to say which game it was. The live chat was going to decide. One person was going to have to tell the story about their first game, but you all were going to decide. I had some various other other topics. One of the topics I was going to do when I knew you were going to be on the show, when you ended up being up there all night, you were your feed was ahead of everybody else's, so you got to say what the yeah, bets were. They were I, was, coming I was getting picked across so, on TV faster than anybody, so that was good. yes. So so that that was good. But the one thing that I was going to say was because we all, you know, Lance has a brother, Jeff has a brother, um, and and talking about about families is like, what's the worst thing you've ever done to a sibling? And I was setting up for you to have to tell of the story about how you once got me struck by lightning. <laughs> and I still say it's your fault. <laughs> I don't blame you. No, you can say it was my fault, but I'm also going to go out there and press the fact that you were not, it, it was not a direct lightning strike. No, it wasn't a direct lightning you. strike. It was, it was light. You can go ahead and tell it. All right. Uh, let's see. Take a couple minutes and then we'll turn everything over to the live chat. Okay. So I'm trying to remember what year th this was. I, it was the I summer mean, before I was a junior in high school. Okay. So it was after my so sophomore year of college. Which after is where I sophomore year of college. Yep. Um, got home. I got home for summer vacation and our granddad kept saying, hey, we're having some issues with our boat. It keeps taking on water. So we were having, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep bringing stuff up when you tell the story. Um, I was having to go out there and pump the thing out every single day. It was filling up yeah. that quickly. And finally we decided, okay, there, there's an issue. And my granddad said, you all need to get out there and get that thing on the trailer out of the water. So, whoa, 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 whoa. What? You were having people over the next day. That's why we needed to do it that day. No, you were I was Yeah. No, uh, okay. No, not that right. summer. Right. You're you're thinking the wrong year, son. Yep. Um uh, yeah. Well, there was that's why I thought we were pressed just to just to keep no, pushing on. Don't you want to know why <laughs> we were pressed to do it? Because the day before I went in the morning and pumped it out, and we were back by that evening, and it was taking it, it was, was taking on water too fast. Yeah. Like we so, weren't going to be able to keep pumping it out. It was going to be on the bottom yep. of the lake. Yeah. So this was at our grandparents' cabin on Deep Creek Lake. And so and we go we out wanted. the next, it was pretty early in the morning, if I remember. We were out there about 9 30, 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought I met you there after work. Oh, well, maybe it was. I think you might have pumped it yeah. out that morning. And I, I met you there. That's what it was. I pumped it out. There at, Right. We were going to take it out anyway. I pumped it out the night before. When I went back the next morning, I was worried it was going to not make it. I stayed there all day to make sure that the boat didn't end up on the bottom of the lake. Um, so you get there. We go to take it out, and there's thunderstorms rolling in. And so we back the trailer down in, into the water, and I, Dave goes out. You know, I pull a bunch of you know, metal cable and a big metal hook off the winch to hook to the front of the boat. Hand it to you. Well, just as we're about to go in, you're like, um, are, are we getting a little, is that the storm getting a little too close? Is that storm getting too close? And I whoa, say, whoa, whoa. first I say, of all, wait, there's a board of a disclaimer here what? because only one person was in their swim trunks, and that was me. You right. weren't even dressed to be in the water. 
No. So I was Correct. the designated wateree as Correct. the little brother. I was and you were the designated just... truck driver. Right, but I, I was in I but the, the weird thing is I was in the water because I was wearing mm-hmm. shorts and I was in the water. Mm-hmm. Might have been think... like at the at the at, right at the shore, but I when was the, the when one... the lightning struck, yes, I was in it because you were the one you crank you were the one cranking while right. I was guiding the boat because it was already sitting low. Yeah. And so you were like, can we, I was like, we got to get, let's hurry up and get this out before it rains. Cause we didn't need any more rain getting in the boat. Cause it was already taking on enough water. I said, you know, yeah, we got time. Well, we got it cranked up and on there. Good. And uh, yeah. And just about the time you were finalizing everything, cause you were still touching something no, on no, the. No. Oh, I've got to remind you of some of this. This is good. Remember, we got it up there and good, but there was so much water in the boat, it yeah. sunk the trailer in the oh, mud. Right. It did. And then you got the four-wheel drive truck going, but because the back wheels were on the gravel part of the beach, or, well, I said the beach, sorry, of the shore, it was just spinning, and, and we couldn't get a good grip. And we're trying to figure out what are we doing, the boat sinking, blah, blah, blah. It's down on the, you know, we the trailer sunk in the mud. And I actually had the good idea of, hey, we used that wench to to crank the boat to the trailer. Why don't we move the the truck forward out of the rocks and crank the trailer to the to, truck? That's right. That's right. That's right. To the truck. Now, looking at it now, I don't know that that would have worked because there was so much water in that boat. It probably would have drugged the we, truck. <laughs> we ended up never but, doing that because – Well, you know. because when I went to reach for the hook – was right at the time we weren't right standing in. in the water. Huh? We weren't in the water, but I was at the right at the edge of the water and I reached for that metal hook and boom. Like and lightning hits the lake. Like not far from the trailer. Like I, I couldn't even tell you what, but probably within inside a hundred yards. Yeah, I mean it was probably inside saw, 50 yards. Yeah. We saw the flash and heard the massive crack at the same time and 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 lucky luckily i hadn't really grabbed a hold of that hook to do that i was just reaching for it and it it sent me back didn't it ro (laughs) and you were much faster than me but i think i I ran faster than you (laughs) yeah the only time i think you ever got anywhere faster than i did Mm -hmm. um and i even had the head start um except for the fact i hadn't been hit by lightning so you know after partway up the hill towards the cabin, I, I I kicked it into cruise, and you you were having nothing of it. Um, on up the hill, and the thing that just freaked me out the most was all the hair on your arms standing up. Oh, I know that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. So, so it was fun. Um, let's hey, let's get back to the show. So yeah. I'm going to tell I other stories about you at another time. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so but that was something that people were like when we were doing the, the show on Saturday, like, oh, you got it. I'm like, we'll share it on QA. So we did. So right now that was not it really was not one of our brighter moments, except for the no, fact it wasn't. That we should have we should have got out of the water. area. Yeah. But once we got it on the trailer, we should once we got the boat on the trailer to where we knew it wasn't going to sink, we should have abandoned everything, waited till everything was done, then gone back and finished. Yeah, that because was it wasn't getting any lower there. So nope. yeah, the question was, were we going to be able to try to fix it before it got dark? But anyway, I'm turning it over for questions and stuff from the live chat. From where I typed that in there, you all, we we've got all good at least 10, maybe 15 minutes to do some stuff. Um hold, hold on, I gotta answer Thaddeus. Thaddeus, no, we 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 
We do not own the cabin anymore. We sold the cabin in 11. Something around about there. Yeah, somewhere around um, there. And It was but, before our grandmother passed away. It wasn't that she needed like the money from it. It's just every year the taxes on the place cost twice as much of what they paid for it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, it, the taxes was, were more than what we paid right. for, for yeah. what my grandparents initially paid yeah. for the lot. And 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 it's funny because if you were looking at it from the water, it was massive house, massive house, massive house, our cabin, massive house. It was this, it was a cabin that our granddad built out of basically wood from an old barn. Oh, and it, it was we loved it. Uh, hold on. See, mm-hmm. you don't remember. See, I helped build yeah. that cabin. I, I remember as a kid sitting there playing in sawdust. Anyway. <laughs> that's what i remember so, so uh but just so, yeah, so you know yeah, uh, there, there are thaddeus that I, i'm so i'm only about 10 minutes from there now and i'm i still fish there which is why when dave yeah. brought it up over the weekend <laughs> yeah yeah uh when, when dave brought it up over the weekend I, he, he was like oh you got me struck by lightning and i had to bring up and say hey uh i was actually there yesterday right about fishing. the same spot fishing you know hauling in fish left and right so yeah and I think, and believe it or not, then there the other day on Sunday when I had Kyle there, Dave, we, I was actually, you know, then thinking about, yeah, you know, looking at that shoreline and thinking about that since you brought it up. So, yeah, good, uh, good time, good, yeah, good story. We were, if we were wondering, Daddyus, we were right across from Sky Valley, on the lake, yep. back in, yep. So, so all right, um, let's get, all right, let's get back to those questions. Yeah, you said questions. We got a ton now, and they're yeah. Well, ones. here, here, let's like Wes was the next one right after Dill Whitsey. He said they wanted McFarland or they waited on an RB, and he was the best that was left. I don't know. Give your I, honestly, theory because I, I like your theory on this. Who, me? Yeah, I, I think that they thought I think they liked McFarland as good as anybody, and that they knew they, that they thought they could get him later. Um, so they did, so they didn't take a running back with their top pick. And if they weren't going to get him later, then they didn't want one at all. So I think he's got the um, the widest range of anybody, meaning he could end up doing something really great for the Steelers or he could end up not making the team. He's, he's the biggest question mark of them all, uh, and we'll see. So we'll talk about him in a few weeks. Um, yeah. So that, that's someone else asking about seeing McFarland on the roster. Um and that was my thing about after day two when the Steelers didn't didn't draft a running back. I'm like, don't, because if you're not upgrading your room, why are you adding somebody else to the room? But from what my understanding is, the Steelers did feel that was an upgrade. They felt that they were getting a second round running back in the fourth round because looking at his 2018 rather than his 2019 when he was injured. There are some red flags with him, and we will talk about that. Um, I currently put him. Um, I currently put him fourth on the depth chart when I had to do a depth chart after the draft, but it's so hard to put him anywhere. You always put the rookies a little bit lower than what you think. Um, ever since they, you know, Devin Bush, I, st- I still put him at third last year. People told me I was crazy. He has to start. He's a top 10 pick. I'm like, I don't think it's going to be week one. And I kind of was right. He played a lot, but they intentionally kept him from starting. So that's what you kind of do with the rookies. Um, so, um, do, 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 and I get a big jump because you guys are going crazy. Yep. Um, okay. Um, some Wes was saying that Canada wanted McFarland. I don't know if he did, or I don't know if they said that he gave insight to it. 
some, I mean, there's more information coming out that people were, the fans are thinking that Matt Canada means a lot more to this team than what he's really going to be. So, or it could be the Steelers downplaying it. Okay. Um, Steelers fan 74. Great question. He says with more players getting a helmet on game day, what position gets more players? Um, the only way that instead of having 46, a team has 48 is going to be they have to have one extra offensive lineman. In order to dress 48, you have to have eight offensive linemen dressed. Um, so therefore, where you're going to do with the other one is probably going to be one who can play special teams. And two, if you have someone who you, you wanted to try to play but could be questionable due to injury, then you might then you might go with that position. I don't know that it's going to be the same all the time. And if they ever do the thing where you bring up a practice squad player and you can dress them and have them go right back to the practice squad up to two times in the year without them going to waivers, that's going to be mainly because of injury. So we already know it's going to be an offensive lineman. They're going to dress eight offensive linemen in order yep. to be able to dress 48. Because it's kind of the whole idea of if it used to be 10, now for 2020, it'll be 12. If you don't have 10 practice squad players all season, you're not allowed to have guys on your practice squad where it's their third year on the squad. That's just the rule they have in the NFL to incentivize teams to keep guys on their practice squad to, to keep that full. Because if not, especially towards the end of the season, guys might be like, you know what? We don't want to pay these guys. We don't want to pay the money. We're only going to have six guys on the practice squad for the last week. If they do that, the next, the next year – all those guys that have the, that have rostered that are on their third year of being practice squad eligible can't go on that team. They have to go somewhere else because that team can't have any of them. So just some interesting rules that they have here and there. But yeah, they there are up to twelve practice squad guys for two thousand twenty. So not it's not going to be a fifty five man roster, but it's going to be a fifty three man roster with twelve practice squad guys where two could be moved up for a game if they need to. So. Let's see what else we have. Anything you wanted to say about that, Rich? Okay. Uh, Mark Tobin wanted to know, if this is the million-dollar question. Maybe I should say this is a $1.5 million question. Will Daniel McCullers finally lose his job, or does he still have the front office held hostage? Um, Wes can't stand the seventh-round pick of the Steelers. Um, and I don't. I haven't watched him enough to know. I haven't watched his tape. I just know his measurables. So I just haven't got that far. So I don't, I don't know about that. All I know is this, um, there's no reason, you know, eventually he's just going to have to get, it's what it's going on a seventh year. Eventually he's not going to make it. Um, but yeah, like Jeff says, he's got pictures on somebody. So, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, Robert said, said Lance thinks that, that, uh, McFarland would have the biggest impact on this rookie class. Um, I'm not going to say I, he potentially could, but like I said, he's the biggest, he's the biggest question mark out of them all. Um, I would say out of any of the draft picks, he has the biggest potential to be a bust, but then again, he also has as much a potential to be a superstar because I mean, watch the 2018 Ohio state film. And you're like, you, it's kind of hard to knock the guy, but at the same time, there was one report. I know some things were debunked about some different things. I don't know about this one specifically. This one I'm pretty sure was from an SB nation person 
um, from the Maryland area did make a statement that, that, um, and like I said, it might've been figured out to be untrue. I haven't seen that it was debunked, but I don't know. Just the fact they put it out there that the team told him to go to, to, to go to the draft that he wasn't really in their plans for next year, you know? So I don't know if that was really the case or not. I don't know if that was because of attitude or because of just other things, but you know, that's what happens. Sometimes, sometimes good players are in bad situations and sometimes bad players are in good situations. Um, it's, it's really tough. Okay. So, um, yeah, <laughs> Youngin was saying about the story took too long, but he actually really liked it. So, okay. So, <laughs> no, I'm not bringing that one up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, no, that Pittsburgh, one story per week. That's one of those one stories story I'm going to hold for another night. Yeah. Well, you'll probably mess it up. I got the better version of it. Whatever. Um, yeah, no, you're not telling the I've version. It. You're telling the tainted version because you don't want to look like. No, a I'm telling the right version. Whatever. I'm, 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 you know what? We'll yeah. get our sister on here to tell it since she was the one. Yeah. Yeah. No one else was there. I was the only she person there. there. You were out there with Freddie. I was not. I was alone. I was alone because I had to call for people, and I went and I went. We'll get to Whatever. that story some other time. Yeah. Of course, this is okay. brothers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Wes says he thinks I'm wrong that McFarlane was not a good pick. I'm not saying he was a good pick. I'm saying that that was what the Steelers had in mind. I did not like the pick initially at all. When we were on Brian and I were in the air, we hated that. We're like, we're like, yeah. why take the running back here? Once I got to understand the Steelers' thought process behind it, I'm a little bit more open to it. But I tell you what, out of, you know, I don't worry about seventh round picks or sometimes even six round picks because those are guys that aren't that much different from the undrafted free agents. But when it comes to McFarland, he's got the, to, for me personally, he's got the most to prove before I'm on board for him. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Okay, Corey brings it, up a good point. That pick... That pick was my eyebrows raised reaction yeah. to yeah. To, that, that was that was, that was my biggest question mark out of all yep. of them. So yeah, Corey brings up a good point. If we didn't get a wide receiver at forty nine, we wouldn't have got one that of that caliber. Absolutely, because that's what people forget. We had to wait forty nine picks for the Steelers to draft. We had to wait even longer until their next pick, from forty nine to one hundred two. Yeah. So. There was no way you were going to – the only way they were going to get a wide receiver of that caliber yeah, – sorry, caliber is if they had that gem that they had, that late-round gem that they thought they could get at another time. See, I still think Deontay Johnson was a gem last year. They got him in the yeah. third round, and and I think Wes might have said it last show. Someone might have said it last show. I don't know why. Of course, I'm always quoting Wes. It might have been Ryan, um, Ryan that they said, if you redid the last year's draft, Deontay Johnson goes in the first round. So, you know, I mean, possibly, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know that I feel confident enough to say it myself, but I'm not going to disagree with someone else who said it. Okay. Um, so people back and forth about McFarland. That's interesting. West does not like that pick. Um, I know I'm about ready to, to, to jump. So, um, 
looking for another good question. A lot of people are getting into a good dialogue about that. Yeah, they are. So, um, I can't wait for that show in two weeks. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, that one's going to be okay. that one's going to be a lot of arguing going on in the yeah. live chat because it's out there already. Um, yeah, yeah. Hold on, my, my live chat just jumped. Because I got to bring up what Dill with it said because this kind of goes with me. He says, Wes, I agree. I did, uh, didn't don't like the pick, but starting to think I didn't like Johnson either at first. See, I got accused of hating Deontay Johnson because my first question about that is like, did they have to do that now? And Jeff's like, you hate the pick. You can't stand Deontay Johnson. I'm like, they're still, they're they, still had two, they, had two, they, they had two third round picks. My only question was, could you have gotten him in the next pick? That was my first question. I did the research on it, and it didn't take very much. It took like 10 minutes. I don't think the Steelers even made their next pick. And the answer was, no, they would not have got him at the next pick. They would not. Because there was other people ready to jump on him, too. So um, hoping they know something that we don't. That's that's what I say about almost all these. Okay. Um, let's bring this one up. Okay. DJ... Two wide T only. Did I get that right? Says, getting off the McFarland pick, what was the best pick of the draft? Think it might be Donson, though Claypool may have the best impact on his rookie deal. Uh, my favorite pick out of them all was the Dotson pick. That was my favorite pick. How about you, Rich? Um, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The, the one I ended up jumping on to, although they took a little heat, they may continue to take a little heat on this one. I, I like the Highsmith pick. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think him coming in, this guy, and getting the chance to, you know, at best be number three on the on the depth chart and get some snaps right and be out there I with put him at I put um, him at three right off the bat. This guy – I don't know. I, I, he, he He's one of those in a couple of years you could be like, oh, you know, we took him in the third round. He's not all that bad. Or or he could be – he has just as good a chance of being the guy that's like, wow, how in the world did we get a guy like this in the third round? Yeah. So, yeah well, but, yep. Which is funny because you the, some of the stuff I've heard from him is um, – who was it? When they were playing – were they playing Clemson? It was one of those teams. I don't know if it was. I know they did play Clemson, but I, I I can't remember which team they were playing. And the coach said to the other team, like, "Hey, yeah, we're playing you. They're like, don't sleep on this Highsmith kid. He could he would be a starter for 
any college program in the country. So don't think just because this is UNC Charlotte that you, you're going to go out there. Don't underestimate that kid because he could start right. for us. So, Highsmith and so, Dotson, they were the two yeah. I thought, I thought, you know, you and I already talked that, you know, we, we think there's a chance that, yeah. you know, of the draft class, the guy that sees the most starts could turn into Dotson. Well, because the only way he's going to play is if he starts. Right. Because of the way the line works. Right. So he could break that line up. He could. But you're going to instantly see see playing time from Claypool, playing time from Highsmith. Right. They're um, going to be in a rotation. Playing time from McFarland if he makes the team, as Wes says. Right. Um, you know, th- these are guys that are going to get some playing time. But with Dotson, he's either going to be the starter or he's not going to be on the field. So he might be the forgotten guy from the draft class, or he might be the guy that's like that. I mean, dude looked like a beast out there. I've got to bring up another one because this just sparked a memory. I was like, oh, yeah. And this was Hold from on, our very – Let me just mention one that was here that was related okay. to talking about Highsmith there. Uh, Ryan said Highsmith has to be at least as good as Chicola, right? Yes. He yes, that's way better. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Chicola upgrade. Because yeah. that is a definite, definite upgrade. And that's and see, and that's why I put him three on the depth chart because if he's an upgrade from Chicolo, why put him behind Ola and Tuzar Skipper when Tola when Tola? I put them together into one into one yeah. player. Ola and Tuzar were behind Chicolo. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I put him there. Jeffrey Benedict, writer for the site. Great point. Speaking of DJ Deontay Johnson, he destroyed Bandy in their 2018 matchup. Flat out embarrassed him. I that's where I do that guy from for Miami because I went back and broke that down for the podcast last year that the best thing to look at Deontay Johnson coming from a small school was how he tore up against Miami. And I guess that was one of the guys that w- he was out there against. And that makes so much sense now. But that 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 I do believe is, is true, Jeffrey. So that's thank you for sparking my memory. Um, and Wes confirmed that that was him that said in the last show. So as you can see, I'm a little bit behind on the live chat. So we'll go for a yeah. few more minutes here. So anything else that you have? Nope. Go ahead. Okay. Nope. Um, my, my, my thing just skipped. So I didn't even tell, um, um, I, I didn't even tell people about the whole super chat feature, but we're getting to the end of the show. So I don't know if that's really worth it, but, uh, Wes says that, that Uche was overdrafted. You want to talk about overdrafted? Who did all the Steelers fans want in the sixth round? We all wanted the safety slash linebacker from Clemson, Tanner Tanner Muse. He went pick 100. He went before Highsmith. If we'd have taken Muse at 102, Steelers fans would have been out of their mind. They're like, we want this guy, but not here. But see, that's why you never they would know. Have been, they'd have been that's why you never know. We would have spent the rest of the day talking about fire Colbert and fire Tomlin and fi- you know and fire fire fire. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you brought up Ryan's and said about being good, just as good as Chickalo. Cree throws in if Highsmith translates his college game to the NFL, he's going to be very special. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's but that's he's but it's just like a Deontay Johnson. How much does the small school translate to the NFL? Uh, we'll see. Uh, Gyro wanted to know if he thinks if we could have traded down from 49 and still have gotten Claypool. I saw a story that Green Bay was trying to draft, trying to trade back up into the second round to draft a wide receiver. 
And Claypool and Mims were two of the names that they were still looking for that were still available. Yeah. So if the Steelers would have traded back, well, let's just say if they would have traded back with Green Bay, guess what? Guess what? Then they wouldn't have got him. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm okay with them. See, Jeff thought that they would trade up or trade back at some point in the draft. Um, I'm okay that they stayed pat with everything. Yeah, there was this time. I, I don't feel okay. that they would have, you know, they they would have traded back. There was no way to trade up. We didn't we didn't have the we didn't have the stock to be able to trade up. Um I just didn't think that we'd be getting enough value in trading back. Yeah. Yeah, that I was more worried about what they would miss out on rather than the picks they would gain. And to gain a, a high pick, they would have had to trade it back very far. Not which, having a first and not having a fifth. That's what really, you know, and the fact that you went from 49 to 102. You, you didn't have a third. Right. I mean, you had I mean, a third, had but a, it was your comp pick. Yeah, it was your comp pick. Because you third. didn't have your third. Right. So now not having the fifth, yeah, but the reason they didn't have a fifth is because and that that's another thing a lot of people were, were messing up. They're like, oh, the Steelers don't have a first, don't have a fifth round pick because it traded for Nick Bennett. No, 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 no. They traded Joshua Dobbs for Nick Vanette because the pick they got for Dobbs was the pick that got shipped out there for Vanette. That yeah. was that trade. And people were screaming to trade Dobbs for a tight end. And what what do you know? They did. The trades just happened two weeks apart because yeah. that was the exact pick they got. Their pick went to Miami in return for Miami's fourth pick. Right. So so to say the people that were saying they didn't have a, a fifth-round pick because of Vinette, no, they would have been scheduled to have two, and then they traded the one for Fitzpatrick. Well, that's how they went from having two to none in a matter of a week and a half yeah. um, earlier this fall. So I'm okay with them not having the fifth because they got that extra fourth. Yeah. And that's what got them Dotson. Um, Wes, I know we bring up a lot of your stuff, Wes, but you say a lot tonight. <laughs> if Highsmith becomes a player in the NFL that he was in college, Highsmith and Watt, when Highsmith finally starts, are going to shatter the NFL sack record. So the question is, is he going to be Bud, Dupree, Bud Dupree's replacement if Dupree moves on? I think this is a great situation because you get yeah. to kind of have an idea what you're having Highsmith this year. Yep. I I had fought for this. I had said this. I had told people, "Why don't count out edge rusher in this draft? Don't, because oh, but they they tagged Dupree. If they don't sign him long term, you need someone to step in. You didn't bring back Anthony Chicolo, which was the smart move. You need a third guy. You this is the perfect chance to to have that guy as part of the rotation and then see if he's worth it." If if he's if he's going to be what you need for that. Now they could sign Dupree before July 15th, and then it is what it is. You know? So part of the reason I honestly, I, th I in the back of my mind, Bud Dupree signing his franchise tender the, the on day one of the NFL draft earlier that day is what had the Steelers taking an edge in round three and not in round two. Maybe, you know. So I don't know. We'll see. That's just I'm not I'm not saying that's definitely what it was, but it, it could have factored in. It could have been like, hey, we're we're still here. You'll have us this year. You don't have to worry about that. But no, that they, they did. So um and I jumped. I had another one I just went to click on and it jumped. So 
Uh, let's go with what Ryan says. Okay. He says, looks like their draft was mainly for depth, which isn't a bad thing. We said that going into it, yep. but you didn't need any starting pieces. Correct. Ease, ease some in the starting spots down the road. Fitzpatrick was their superstar for 2020. It is a win. Yes. And I saw that we do have a super chat that I'll have to get to. Steelerfan74 did say, does any of the undrafted free agents could start or help at, at inside linebacker? We did mention the one, John Houston out of USC. Interesting to see how he does. Not that I think he's going to be – he could be someone that just adds some depth to them, um, but we'll see. So let me – I got to make sure I get to the Super Chat, and it's not coming up. Just me. You gave us you, – you did it. You gave us $12 into the tip jar using the Super Chat, and I don't have anything from you. So if you have another comment after this, I will make sure I bring it up. So, um, but we're only going to be here for a few more minutes because it didn't show up, but we do thank you for the $12 into the tip jar. And we appreciate that. So, um, Robert says he loves our first four picks after watching the tape. Um, the biggest thing with McFarland is if you're watching highlights, it's easy to get super excited about him. Um, that's, that's the thing. Um, Okay. Uh, I like what Mark says. Mark says, um, let's pray Highsmith can fill in. Otherwise we will be back to taking pass rushers in round one next year. Yeah. It would be really nice. Really nice. Um, it, it about, would be nice if he pans out and gives yeah. us that flexibility going into next year. But if he doesn't, yeah. we're stuck needing to take an edge rusher and then everybody knows we're going to be taking an edge rusher first round next year. That's just back to the Steelers getting locked in where they know they have to take a position. Yeah. I'm bringing this one up to clarify. This is not exactly correct. This is the roster does not go from 53 to 55. The roster is still 53. The, the, the practice squad goes from 10 to 12. The active roster on game day goes from 46 to 48. As long as one of those is a lineman and every week you can bring two people from the practice squad to your active or up to play on the active roster in essence, without cutting anyone in essence, giving you 55 players. But then after the game, somebody has to either be cut or go back to the practice squad and a practice squad player can have that happen two times a season before they're exposed to waivers. So you cannot keep 55 out of training camp. You can keep 53 and 12. Then you can bring up two for a game. So the answer is it's kind of 55, but not exactly 55 because you can't keep them to start. I hey, hope that that helped clarify. 10.48 p.m. You got you got something from just me that I think you I should go ahead and just put up there. What? That says from 48? Yep. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Because I just saw one that said night all. Yeah. <laughs> you went back. Says, no comment. Just love the show. Thanks and stay safe. With that, you know what? Thank we you. appreciate those. Those yeah. are great. We want you all to stay safe. And we hope that our, us coming on here and talking for a while and you all talking, I'll be honest with you, when I listen to other people's shows, it's as much to be able to talk to you guys in the live in the live chat as it is to listen to what they have to say. I love it. I hope you all love it. It's a great forum. For those of you listening on podcast forum, you probably just enjoy the podcast. If you ever get a chance to catch a live show, it is a lot of fun being able to to communicate in the live chat. If you it want to is, know how you can, I, yeah, I had fun right. got home got home late Friday night from fishing and you guys still had shows going on. 
um, hopped on to yours and uh, Brian Anthony Davis uh, and had fun in the live chat there talking with folks and then hopped over to Jeff and Lance and was talking with some folks over there for a little bit. So it was, it's a lot of fun when I'm not even in and on a show here to hop on other shows and get in the live chat with folks. Yep. I'm going to bring up one more because it was to, it it was just to try to clarify the thing that I said. Can you just keep 55 on the roster? I am fairly confident, not a thousand percent sure, but I'm fairly confident the answer to that is no. I am pretty sure that you have until a certain time that then you have to put that player either back on the practice squad or release someone else that through the week, you cannot have 55. But for game days, you can you can bring up two practice squad guys. Now it makes no sense to bring them up if they're just going to be inactive. But I mean, if you have you have two guys from practice squad, if you need them to be dressed, you can bring them up. It'll be interesting to see how often this happens. It's going to happen when things happen due to injury. If you don't have enough linemen to dress, you're going to bring up linemen off your practice squad so you can dress 48 rather than right. 46. Yep. So that's going to be one of the things. So it's going to take a little bit to, to get used to some of these new rules from the CBA. But uh, I'm, I'm, I don't mind. One more question on that. So Donald Nolan says, so 13 on practice squad with the international player then? I don't think so because the Steelers cut their roster down to 90 and not 91 after their, after their UFAs. I was waiting for an announcement to see if Scott Williamson um, was, is it Williams or Williamson? I think it's Williamson. Um, If he was eligible for an international exemption again this year, they got it for two years. I don't know if you can get it for three. I'm not going with the 91-man roster until I get something official from the Steelers. And they still could get it later, but they just don't have it officially. So that might be part of what it is. So for now, I'm saying 90 until we hear otherwise. So, yeah. Yep. So so that's why it is. And, uh, and, And you're welcome, DJ, for that. So thank you all for joining us tonight. I was in. I was just getting ready to say, if you're listening to this in podcast form and want to check out a live chat sometime, the way to do it is you go to the YouTube channel of BTSC Steelers Radio. You like, you turn on your notifications. I think you might have to hit two things to actually turn it on. And when, and you'll get a notification on your phone um, of when we're going live. And you just, it just comes up. Um, you do have to be logged. You you have to have a YouTube account, which is free, um, in order to like and get the notifications and then that also allows you to participate in the live chat because i do know some people watch on youtube but they don't have a youtube account so they don't get notifications and they can't participate in the live chat so that's completely your choice these two notifications sucked lately they've been so i didn't i didn't get jess and lance's on sunday um i i i got three overnight saturday into sunday two of them Mm -hmm. are from my own show um, I, I didn't get Jeff and Lance's. I, I text Jeff and said, "When are you guys going on?" He's like, "We just finished." I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me!" I so. didn't get our I didn't get our one from from the lot from the long one that we did for Thursday night on yeah. the draft until five something on five something a.m. on Friday. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of those times it's it's because of you and your signal and your stuff with YouTube. I I wasn't getting notifications for a while because I didn't realize I had, I had more than one YouTube account because I changed it from my, my old one before I was with BTSC to my BTSC email. Um, and therefore I've actually been on the old one. Um, as Wes says, make sure when you hit the, um, when you hit the bell, all notifications is selected is what you would have to do. So, 
But if you're listening to us in podcast form, we've been having a hard time getting the audio off of YouTube. Um, it took it took Jeff until well in the afternoon to get Brian's show from yesterday, which was actually in the afternoon. So, so that was interesting. You have YouTube up on there. Sorry, I was just trying to see if I got a notification. From, uh, <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, you did. So there you are. Um, with with that said, make sure you're checking out the other podcasts. Make sure you're checking out the BehindTheSteelCurtain.com website. If you weren't here for the last show to hear it, we have an exclusive interview with Chase Claypool. That's on there. It's an article by Michael Beck. He does the interview. There's audio in there. It's on the podcast platform. It's in the article. You can listen to that there. It's about four minutes long, and it was great stuff. Uh, we'll be back with Jeff and Lance. We'll be back tomorrow night. Brian, Jeff, and I will be back on Thursday night for this for the preview show. Lance on Friday. Tony's new show on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Got to make sure you, you tune into that one. Jeff and Lance for Homer and Hater on Sunday, and Brian and Tony back on Monday. Rich, anything else you want to say before we head out? No, just thanks everybody for coming tonight. We'll see you again next Tuesday. Yep. Hey, you guys are our Steeler family. Make sure you are staying safe out there so we can see you again next week and that you tune in. Tell a friend and subscribe. Thanks for geeking out with us. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.